Welcome once again to the Whole Enchilada Podcast. My name is Rick Paulton. This is episode three. Episode three, that means we're past one and two, and we're still doing this, and hopefully it's getting better. The first one was shitty, the second one was not as shitty, and let's hope this one is the least shitty yet. I'm, I finally got a co-host. My co-host, Ryan Inman, is here with me, and we're going to talk today about Final Girls in Friday the 13th movies specifically, but we might ramble on and transfer and talk about whatever and whoever, and we'll just see how this thing goes, because uh, we don't, the best laid plans of mice and men, as they say, we don't really have a plan. So... I'm gonna bring Ryan in now. We, as you as you heard, we didn't have the the, the intro music because I I forgot my Echo Dot at home that I uh, ghetto recorded the intro music off of. Still have not figured out how to edit. We're gonna work on that. Hopefully get that straight. See how that goes. So again, I'm gonna bring Ryan Inman in now. Ryan, so uh, you're uh, obviously really into horror movies. What is your favorite horror franchise? My favorite horror franchise. First of all, thanks for having me. Um, my favorite horror franchise is easily Friday the 13th as a franchise. Oh, yeah, yeah, me, me too, obviously. And Friday the 13th is what we're going to really focus on today, the, talking about Final Girls. So we've done two of these podcasts. The first one was just bullshit, getting getting to use the mics and figuring out what's what, explaining like who I am and everything like that. Second one got a little better, had a little bit of a point with the, with the Nightmare on Elm Street review. But this one I think we want to give the people uh, an actual episode with an actual topic. And that's our third guest doing a run-in. That's that's the dog here. What is the dog's name? That's Shy. Shy. Shy is not that shy, actually. Cheyenne. Cheyenne? Yeah. yeah. So we'll probably hear her. And we'll, she's getting excited. <laughs> so. Ah. So, um, so today, like I said, we're going to talk about Final Girls and Friday the 13th movie. So what exactly is a Final Girl? Well, to me, a Final Girl would be... The last female character left alive or somebody maybe to tell the story of what happened like later to recount it because if oh yeah kind of yeah, like if sense. a tree falls in the forest and, and then nobody's there to hear, hear it, it, it didn't happen, <laughs> you know? well it did happen but you know so right. i guess it's the last female alive yeah the the, the main uh, the protagonist or antagonist i get these words mixed up all the time a final Pro- girl would be a protagonist, protagonist. yes Pro as in good, anti as in bad, that's right? That's correct. That's a, that's a way I'm going to try to remember this. We'll see how that works. I probably won't. I'll probably screw that up. <laughs> Just like I, I screwed up old Rob Lane's name in the the, 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 the the episode about Nightmare on Elm Street. As we know that that is Rod Lane, not Rob Lane. But oh well. Fuck it. Deal with it. <laughs> okay, so Friday the 13th has some great final girls. Uh, some of the best of any franchises. And... Uh, what would be your favorite final girl and why? Oh, you want to start at the top? Oh, and oh, work our oh, way down? oh, no, no, oh, yeah, that's right. So you have a list and you, you have them listed from worst to best. I do. So, you know what? We'll, we'll do that. We'll, we'll keep the anticipation building. <laughs> <laughs> and I will chime in. I didn't do a list. Ryan did more homework than me because, uh, well, fuck, I'm an eighth grade dropout. What do you expect? I don't do homework. I made it two years past you. Two years past hey, me. That's hey, a note. You did, so he did some world. notes and things of that nature. So we'll go off of that and see how this works. So, all right. So the worst final girl in the history of Friday the 13th movies and why. Okay. When I put this list together, I knew exactly who my favorite and my least favorite were going to be. As did I. The 10 in the middle didn't quite end up the way I think they did. Okay. But the bottom one, who I knew was going to be on the bottom... Sorry to say. Name the actor and, and then her, her character name in the movie. The actress is Jensen Daggett. I knew it. And the character is Rennie Wickham from <laughs> I knew it. Friday the 13th, <laughs> Jason Takes Manhattan. I, I, think, I think we pulled all 50, 50 of our followers, mm-hmm. which my son said we could not get to last week, and we have already exceeded his expectations. I think it would be 90% that they would agree with us. On the, the worst final girl. You think so? Yeah, I think so. I th- that movie is horrible, first I, of all. I agree. <laughs> and she is horrible in it. Mm-hmm. And th- th- there are very little redeeming qualities in that movie. But which we will get to that on, our, on a full uh, Friday the 13th Jason Takes Manhattan podcast that will be... Well, it could be a train wreck that's just entertaining just because of how bad it is. Oh, we'll eventually have to do one on each film. Yeah, we'll have to do one on each yeah. film. And that one will be particular, particularly horrible... Or particularly great for how horrible it is. So after after Rennie, 
Who do we got coming in at number lucky number eleven? Lucky number eleven. The next one. Eleven, eleven. Make and a wish. And this, I almost put her last, and I'll tell you why after I say who it is. But I didn't. Is actually Amanda Rigetti who played Whitney Miller in the remake. Oh, okay. And and um, my 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 memory is not so good. So Whitney Miller was the girl that was throughout the whole movie, or the sister. The sister. Okay. Right on. See, and then this movie, the final girl definition gets a little a little weird because the sister was hardly in the movie. Right. And she didn't move the whole, you had the whole red herring of a final girl thing. And if we were considering the other character, wouldn't she be any higher on your list? Absolutely, 1,000%. Okay. But she doesn't make it to the end. So she can't be a... Final girl. girl. That's correct. All right. She would. She and I forget the actress's name. I'm so sorry because she's technically not a final girl, so I didn't write. Oh, it down. she was super hot though. But One of the hottest she, girls in history. She did a great job though too, getting moving it moving forward the and running from him at the end and going through all. You know, had good chemistry with uh, that yes, guy from uh, Supernatural there. Absolutely, and that's like one thing why Jensen Daggett. I hate to backtrack, but just had to say it. Her chemistry with the guy in, in that movie was just. It, it was oil and water. They just did not. It looked like honestly they couldn't even fake it on screen. I doubt they got along personally. Like it just seemed like so forced. Yes, you know it was like most uh, definitely, most definitely. All right, so we got we got um, number number. That was twelve and eleven. Twelve and eleven. Yeah. Now we're going on to ten. On to, on to number ten. Okay. Number ten would be Monica Kina, who played Lori Campbell in Freddy vs. Jason. Oh, she was super hot, too. She absolutely is, and I actually enjoy her acting in other films I've seen her in. My problem with her is she seemed more like the final girl for Freddy Krueger in that movie, and not oh, you, necessarily you, Jason. And you have always contended that that is more of a Freddy Krueger movie, which I, I agree with you. I agree with you. It has way more of a nightmare vibe than it does a Friday vibe, that's right. for sure. If I'm re-watching one franchise or the other... I like that film a lot more if I'm in the middle of watching Nightmare on Elm Street films than the other way around. Yeah, I think it's a good movie just because it had like a higher budget than most of the other ones. But uh, you're right, it's not a Friday movie. I thought, honestly, the uh, huge production kind of took away from it. From a Friday movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street films were overproduced by then anyway. Yeah. Because so, they, they spent a lot more money making those, I believe, anyway, in the first place. Mm. So, it, it, it yeah, it makes sense. But, yeah, for, for me, she was okay in the film. She just seemed more like the spoil to Freddy Krueger than Jason Voorhees. Right, right. So, that's why I have her there. And that was number that was 10. 10. Yep. So then 9. Number so far I agree, but I probably would put the the girl from Freddy vs. Jason higher, but that we'll, we'll get to that. We'll see. Right. I have my reasons, though. Okay. So. Number 9 is Carrie Keegan, who played Jessica Kimball in Jason Goes to Hell. And I know it's because you absolutely, positively, 100% hate that movie and hate everything about it. <laughs> as, as many, many people do. <laughs> Not a fan of the film. Although, honestly, her as a final girl, you could do a lot worse. She actually did some physicality, actually drove the stake in at the end, mm. and the whole deal. The mythology behind who her character was still doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> but for the role that she was put in, I think she did okay. I thought she was a solid final girl, not a good one, not a bad one, just okay. So that's why I have her at nine. And uh, in my opinion, and I'm just doing this off the fly... I would probably flip her in the girl from Fre from Freddy vs. Jason. I think she would probably be worse, in my opinion. I, and that might be just because that girl's just so goddamn hot. Monica Kena? Oh, she's God, beautiful. Yeah, she's yeah. amazing. Yeah, she is. So I've seen her in some other stuff that's not horror, and she's actually a pretty decent actress. <laughs> lucky number eight. Lucky number eight. Is it eight. a lucky number? I don't know. Yeah. That's the day I was born, so I don't know how lucky it is. Okay, this is the one. I don't know how to pronounce this girl's name. Oh, yes. So I'm going to try. It's either <laughs> Lexa Doig or Lexa Doig. 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 Who Doig. played Rowan LaFontaine in Jason X. I mean, you get to make up your own name when you go to Hollywood anyway. Your, your fucking finger landed on Doig? Yeah. You couldn't come up with something a lot easier to remember, easier to pronounce? It's like almost feel like you're trying to have a shitty actor in, acting career. I'm not 100% <laughs> sure, but I'm pretty sure she's Canadian, too. Oh, yeah. 
Well, hopefully it's her shoot name at least. But, yeah, but her 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 name in the film LaFontaine sounds more Canadian than Doig. Yes, sounds, it does. Yes, LaFontaine sounds like a forward for the Toronto like Maple Leaves or something. <laughs> right. You know. But Jason X, uh, I, I think it's a very underrated entry in in the oh, franchise. Oh yeah, me too. We both have a have a have a soft spot in our heart for, for for Jason X. I do. We were right at that age too. Like we were like twenty one years old when that movie came out. So mm-hmm. it's probably the first one we saw in the theater while intoxicated. At least. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, that, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I I like that one. I'll just sidetrack for one second. Because that that film doesn't pretend to be anything that it's not. No, no, it it's just goes it's, out there. It does. It, it is what it is, and it, yes. it's, it, I think it does it well. And it has my favorite kill in all of all of the movies in it. Oh yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The hydrogen freeze the face smash deal. Yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I love that. That's great. So going on to number seven, and this might. Uh, this might upset some people, but we're going to probably have a little lengthy conversation about this one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I hate to do this because this is, uh, most people that know me know this is my favorite Friday the 13th film. Oh, okay. Yes, yes. We will yes. talk a little bit about this then. And this is Jennifer Cook, who played Megan Garris in Friday the 13th Part 6, Jason Lives. Okay. Now, see, in my opinion, I think it's bullshit that Tommy Jarvis doesn't get consideration as a final girl. And I haven't heard this opinion from anybody else. I think I might be I might be a, a lone wolf here, but I think in those three movies, by the way, she was smoking hot too. She's beautiful. <laughs> but uh, out of those three movies, I think the Tommy Jarvis arc. I think Tommy Jarvis deserves credit for being a final girl. But most of all, in this one, most of all in this one, um, does it Tom Matthews right? Yes. Yeah, Tom Matthews uh, is is taking Tommy Jarvis. The whole movie goes around him. It's all about him. She's just like a background character that just happens to live at the end, and I think that she gets the the mantle of final girl wrongfully. I think it. I think it should be Tommy Jarvis. I think it should be Tom Matthews. See, for all the reasons that you said, is why I have her ranked so low. Right. Because to me, it seemed like she was more of a of a plot device to get Tommy to where he needed to be. Right. Exactly. And as we said in the beginning, the what what a final girl was. Maybe we said it. But, just uh, the, the person that the main pro pro not anti protagonist <laughs> to get us through the movie. So with that said, I am going. We're at number seven. Yeah, seven. my number seven is going to be at this point, and I'm going to change it later as we go along because I'm restructuring my ranking as he's giving his. So I'm going to go with Tom Matthews at number seven because <laughs> fuck everybody, and I'm going to move her, <laughs> Megan Garris. All the way down to twelve. All the, All way, the way down, down to, to twelve. 12. No, 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 I can't do that. I can't do that because Renny Renny sucks yeah, so yeah. much worse than <laughs> any character in this fucking franchise. And so no, no, she is down to eleven because Ren, Ren, now Renny. Since we're talking Friday the Thirteenth, Renny's gonna be the thirteenth final girl. There isn't even thirteen fucking so movies. There's only Fuck it. She's thirteen. So you're just gonna. Stick him in the middle of yeah, um, just somewhere yeah. down there. But down the she's line. definitely the worst, and there's not even a question. Okay, so yeah, we can we can expand more on that one later. When about, when, when okay. two other final girls come up, I, I think we're gonna get back to this discussion about Tommy Jarvis. Yeah. Oh, we will. We will. <laughs> we'll, we'll get into that about Tommy, but you know, just specifically too. I thought that Jennifer Cook, and I want to say I thought she did very well in the film. I thought the performance was good. Right. You can only really do what's on the pages right for what was scripted she did her job and that film did have probably the best director oh absolutely you know what tom i mean Mc- so tom mclaughlin <laughs> is one you or can only two. do you can only work with what you got but they had some they, they got something he's, he's, he, i would i would rank him as either the first or second best yeah. director that ever made a movie in the franchise right so notwithstanding we'll talk about that maybe we talk about directors but <laughs> yeah we'll get we'll, we'll do that on another one for sure, because mm-hmm. oh man, <laughs> I'll just I'll just stop there before we give too much away about some future plans. But yeah, after seven goes six, and this will be probably the one that you disagree with me on the most. I don't know. I, I think I. But go ahead. 
It's Adrian King. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Alice Hardy from the original oh, that, Friday the, the, the 13th. I, I never, I, I, knew, I knew you didn't have her at one. Yeah. I knew you didn't have her at one, but I didn't think that she'd be six. And we, we did not talk about this prior to me coming Absolutely over here. I wanted not. it to be off the cuff. I wanted a natural conversation. Yeah. Um, but we know each other, have known each other for fucking forever. So I, I kind of know him a little bit. He knows me a lot. And, but I didn't think there was any way you'd have her at six. I knew she wouldn't be one. But mm-hmm. wow, that that is a... Yeah, that, that, that is a shocker. I'm ready for it. <laughs> but, okay, so so why is she at number six? Because I like five girls better than her. <laughs> so was that a succinct enough answer? That works. That's usually how this 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 ranking See. thing works. In my opinion, she is absolutely number one, and and, and she's number one as a as final girl in this franchise. Quite possibly number one as a final girl in all horror movie franchises with the caveat being JLC. Mm-hmm. Jamie Lee Curtis is above her because she did it so many more times, so much better. And maybe maybe Nev Campbell, too, just because she, she still ain't dead. Six movies. Hey, I haven't Shit. seen the sixth one yet. You just oh, gave it Jesus away. Oh, Christ, I, yeah. <laughs> Not well, that I think they would kill her. <laughs> Not that I thought they were going to kill her off by any means. But. See, now I think you say it. She's the best one, not only in this franchise, but possibly overall is a hotter take than me having her at six. Oh, maybe. I don't know. I always, I, I thought she was she was just super cute, too. I, like, she was I, yeah. so cute. I think the general consensus and on this it, would lie somewhere in the middle of us. Yeah. The general consensus, yeah. Yes. yeah well, because I don't want, don't want to skip ahead. Yes. But anybody that's a fan of this franchise probably has a damn good idea who his number one is. He doesn't have to tell me now. We're pretty sure... And it's usually the consensus number one in this, and he'll have a similar speech to my Adrian King speech mm-hmm. when he gets to her. I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure. I probably will. <laughs> but I, I stand, I stand for my number one really, yes. really hard, as most people do, <laughs> as most people do that I know that are, that, that that have her more as theirs. More but, about more about Adrian though. Yes, she did a great job. There's nothing wrong with her performance at all. It's not that. I think a little bit of points for me are taken away because the antagonist wasn't Jason. That takes away yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, granted, it was the first film. It is what it was. They didn't know. Nobody knew it was going to turn into what it did. You know, and, you know, bonus points for her for appearing in the sequel. Mm-hmm. With Although, all that she had going on with the stalker right. situation. Personal life aside, even, just mm-hmm. she's like came back. And yeah. who else does that? Except your favorite final girl, Tommy Jarvis. Yes. <laughs> Even though it was three different characters. Three different actors. So. Three different Tommies. Sure. A great, the, the greatest trilogy in all of horror Other movies. than Kane Hodder, though. Like, right off the... Oh, no, Crazy Ralph in one and two. Who, who else has really came back and done more than one of these films? Besides I think that's it. I think you just nailed it. I Kane think Hodder, Crazy, Crazy Ralph, Ralph, and Kane, Alice. And, and, oh, and Bet- Betsy Palmer did it. Oh, yeah, did, yeah, yeah. Did, yeah, did yeah. some in part two. Right. Right, where um the flashbacks. flashbacks. She's not, but no, but she actually right. she actually is in it when she's uh when Jenny is talking to Jason. Sure, that that, that was recorded for that. movie. Those were freshly shot scenes. Yeah, so it's true. so technically technically her. So yeah, that that's it. The, the four, four actors in twelve movies. Okay, so but yeah, I like her a lot. I do, but I just I, I she I, makes a damn fine bottle of wine. She does, I'll and, I, and uh, I appreciate that that gift. That was one of the most uh, <laughs> generous and original gifts I've gotten from my horror collection. Rick got me. I'll tell everyone out there a bottle of uh, wine from her winery, uh, personally autographed to me from right. Adrian King, and I, I cherish it. It's one of my favorite pieces in my collection. Nice. So nice. thank you for that. Right on. Yeah, and unlike those other wine bottles that just slap Friday, Friday the 13th's logo on it, this is actually good wine. I encourage you all, Crystal Lake's Winery on Facebook, order it. You get it within like two weeks, and it is great wine. It turned me into a wine guy, really. I, I bought it just to get you know the autographed bottles and give a couple gifts to people, but I've ordered it like three or four times. It's awesome. But shameless plug for Adrienne. Hopefully she listens to this. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. She's on my friends on Facebook. She might have. Well, might, based you know. on not even just that... You know, putting her over like that. Yeah, putting her <laughs> Just my list. I think she's going to like you a lot more than she likes me if she's listening. This is true. This but is no. true. <laughs> but no, Adrian, you're great. Just, I like five better. Sorry. <laughs> so yeah. on to number five. Yeah, number five is Meli- Mel- eh, Melanie Kinnaman, who played Pam Roberts in the most underrated film in the franchise, Friday 13th, part five, A New Beginning. 
Oh yeah, see, and I think, I think I, I go with the Tommy Jarvis thing again. No, no, I do not. And we we had a little bit of conversation about this earlier on in the week. And after this conversation, I thought about it. The final girl of five is fucking Shavar Ross. Really? That, in my opinion, yes. Reggie the Reckless. Reggie the motherfucking Reckless. Yes, because in this movie, I mean. I mean, Tommy's there, and he's a big part of this. I love Five. I mean, obviously, the name of the podcast, the whole enchilada podcast. Yes. I fucking love Five. So do I. Seen it as a kid. When I seen it as a kid, had no idea it was Roy because I was a kid, and I couldn't figure it out. And unfortunately, now you can see it right away, and that sucks. But as a kid, I'm thinking, is I knew it wasn't Jason. But I'm thinking, is it Tommy? Is it whatever? But yeah, Tommy kind of bitched out at the end of that movie. He was the baddest of the three Tommies with all the kung fu and all that. Dude, but, he, he invented the uh, the fu, the John Cena yes, he finisher did, yeah. through a table, through a table. But but at the end, it was uh, it was it was Pam and it was um, Shavar Ross, Reggie the Reckless, that really did Roy in. But again, you can't see me doing the little finger quotes. Yeah, Jason. Yeah, Jason. <laughs> but again, we we got to stick with the definition of a final girl. And even though Shavar Ross screamed like a girl, <laughs> yes, he, did. he was just, you know, he was, what, 11 years old or whatever he was, 12, fresh off of uh, different strokes out of the bicycle shop. <laughs> Ooh. That's, a, that's, a deep, that's a deep cut. That's a deep cut. I was wondering the other day if that was him. Yes, it yeah, that was him. It was definitely him. So, um, but yeah, I thought Melanie was fantastic in that film. Her she was good, and she she tried to protect Shavar absolutely, Ross. almost a and, and, motherly yeah, instinct right. kicking in. So she's much more of a final girl than um, than Megan was. Yeah, in oh, six. absolutely. But um, you're going to four now, right? Are we on to four? Yeah, we're getting to four. Just one more one more part about five, though. I thought um, it wasn't as much physicality as some of the girls higher on this list, mm. but she got a lot of the physicality in at the end too. And oh I, yeah, I like that a lot. Um, and she definitely was like a mother bear trying to protect her cub. Right, right. And and just her facial expressions, just everything, were spot on. She really was terrified but protective at the same time. Right. And I Which, really all the really, characteristics of a final girl. I really think people sleep on her on this franchise because a lot of people don't like that movie. For it, it gets so they much like unfounded that movie just hate because they man. get so mad. It wasn't Jason. Well, the movie didn't fucking start with Jason. It's okay that Jason wasn't in the movie. It's, it really is. It still pushes the whole Friday the Thirteenth like mythology and the narrative ahead, though, because it's Tommy Jarvis who's a carryover. And right, and I, I just I, I kind of thought they were going to go with Tommy as being the being the killer, and then I thought in you know th- that might have been a good idea after coming out of that movie going into six, you know when he tried on Roy's mask at the end of the movie. But maybe we'll get into a detailed part five. Uh, Part five discussion at a later date and time. Oh, we, we might have to do a two-parter we on that We probably one. will because we, yeah. we just love it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so we're up to number four. Mm-hmm. And we know Adrian's gone. We, we got a damn good idea who his number one is. Mm-hmm. Well, these next three, since a lot of people know who I'm going to pick at one, if you know Yes. Me. These next three, man... They change like a lot. And, it changes and, as you watch the movies. Just like my yeah. order of how how much I like these movies changed for the most part at different times. Sometimes I like one the best. Sometimes I like five the best. Those are always one and two though. I think my number two when we get there, I won't say who it is yet, is probably definitive now there, but it's still a step down from one easily. Mm-hmm. But she is now two. So this mm-hmm. three and four was honestly the toughest for me to rank. toughest the toughest ranking. Okay. Three and four. So with four. It's going to be Lar Park Lincoln, who played Tina oh, Shepard wow. in Friday the Thirteenth Part Seven, The New Blood. And and see for me for me she is she does like bounce back and forth in my opinion too, but it's from three to two mm-hmm. in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I I love I love Seven. It's it's my favorite movie. Kane was in. It, it just the the, the fact this broad everybody's like oh to Carrie versus Jason yeah so fucking what so fucking what these are horror movies you're not supposed to take it so serious man. Like yeah, she, she was great with the with the, with the mental powers and all of that, and she tore Jason's ass up, and it was the coolest looking Jason in the whole franchise. I possibly. have no argument on that. He looked absolutely fantastic. He just the, looked the like skeletal a skeletal structure but, and the rotting flesh. With me, me and Ryan, we've been friends for thirty something years. Million, well, I don't know, a long, years. long time. But just recently, we've, we've connected on the Friday the Thirteenth level. We we took the pilgrimage together to Camp Crystal Lake and to uh, New Jersey Blairstown, and um, 
around this time is when I really started reconnecting with with horror movies. And I thought Kane was my favorite, my favorite Jason. And part six brings up a he brings up a good point. It's like, why does everybody like Kane the best? And it's like, why? Because he fucking breathes. And he's like, he shouldn't even be fucking breathing. He doesn't have lungs. He doesn't have lungs. <laughs> and, and, and I'm like, okay, yeah, you shot that to shit to me. Now Kane is way down my list of favorite Jasons. Yeah. But favorite was... Jason list, whole nother podcast. Yes. Gonna be a fantastic one. We'll do it soon. We will. But um, but, yeah, yeah. Laura Park. No lungs, and, he, and his best thing is the way he breathes. <laughs> Laura Park Lincoln, who played Tina, did the most damage to him, no doubt. To, J- to Jason. Yeah, and yeah. Oh, she, yeah. She, yeah. She, she easily she, she too. Fucked, like, it fu- wasn't even close. She fucked him up multiple times. Yeah. But here's the thing, though: to be a final girl, it encompasses every part of that. And the reason why I have her lower than the ones I do mm-hmm. is because it goes back, and it's nowhere near as bad. Is like Rennie, and I forget the young man who played the the leading man in that in part eight. It was from the Young and the Restless. Don't ask me why I yeah, know that. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. But the guy in part seven. Watch a lot of soap operas with my parents and and yeah. <laughs> my mom. My mom. Yeah. I did when I was a little kid, but I don't remember it. <laughs> it's horrible. But Tina and the leading man in seven, just their chemistry was bad too. Mm-hmm. Um. And, just, and and Lars and, and and yeah, I think some yeah. of Lars' acting was a little over the top. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I do. I can't remember who the who the who the male person was in seven. It's either seven or eight, but one of them's name is Scott Reeves. I think Scott he, Reeves is eight. Is eight? That's yeah, the guy he's, he's eight. from the yeah. Young and the Restless. That's the, that's the guy we're talking about. Okay, and yeah. I'm not looking this up either. Yeah, Lord, I'm just going. Yeah. I'm winging. I knew Scott Reeves was one of the. But final I agree. Guys. They, they they did have um a shitty, shitty chemistry. They did, and I just thought her acting wasn't as good as some of the other. Oh final yeah, she girls. was totally B movie nutcase. Yes, she just definitely. He didn't even really believe she was crazy all the time, you know, because she's like so over the top with her acting. Yeah, the final twenty. But I still liked it. I, final, I love seven. The final twenty. I don't love seven. I don't hate it either. It's somewhere in the middle for me, but we'll get to that eventually. Yeah, when we, we rank the movies. Yeah, I definitely don't love seven. There's things about seven I absolutely love. And there's things saying, oh, my favorite antagonist is mm. in seven. Oh, yes. my, mine too. My favorite antagonist. Yeah. I was so happy when that bitch died. Melissa, Melissa, right? Susan Jennifer Sullivan. Yes. And Melissa. The, is... the one that the internet killed off. It really didn't Right, die. but she's still alive. Still alive. Yeah. Everybody saw, thought she was dead. They killed her off. Everybody believed it. And she, it, yeah, she got killed off um, twice in the movie and in real life. But she is yet still alive. Yeah. There oh. goes the neighborhood. <laughs> she was so good. But we'll get to so that. So bad. We'll so definitely good. Yeah. talk about her another Antagonist. Time. Yes. Another topic. Another yes. time. And uh, people we wanted to see die in horror movies in general. I think that's what we'll do. But we'll do that at a later date and time. So we're up to number three. Number three. Yep. Number the three. top three. Not yep. my number three. I would take Lara over this one. Okay. It's going to be Kimberly Beck, who played Trish Jarvis. I knew it. In Friday the 13th, part four, the final chapter. And it's our our, our, our topic. You know, when I, when I shot you a text about how I feel about Tommy Jarvis, um, you explained this one pretty well. And, mm-hmm. you know, like, she, um, even though Corey, Corey got the kill shot. Mm-hmm. She was, she, she was, uh, yeah, she was probably more of a final girl than, than Tommy because it wasn't really about Tommy in the movie as it was in five and six as right. much. So, yeah, yeah, she, she would be my number four. Yeah, she's great. Um, she played the little girl in uh, Alfred Hitchcock's Marnie. Oh, no shit. Yeah, who wanted her hair brushed all the time. Right on. Yeah. So Hitchcock is just amazing. Yeah. Oh yeah. We'll, oh my god. We'll talk about him another time <laughs> for sure. Old. We could do multiple episodes on that. My daughter, who hates horror movies and just watches them because I like them, but she doesn't really like them. She. We watched Psycho recently, and she. Oh loved yeah, it. I love it. I did the, the, the cinematography. I mean, it holds up so well. It's a Joe Stefano script. He wrote that. Who? Yeah. Uh, he was a producer of uh, The Outer Limits later. Who? I'm a big fan of that series as well. So. Right on, yeah, but we'll, we'll we'll definitely talk some Hitchcock at a later date. Yeah, Kimberly but, Beck though, she really gave him a run for his money, and for for my money, Ted White was the scariest fucking Jason there was. Most brutal for sure. Yes, he was just deliberate. I mean, no wasted movement. Like a good pro wrestler <laughs> telling the story in the ring. Yes, yes, yes. Just yeah, he was he just was aggressive, brutal. Yeah, aggressive and just angry and just pissed. And you had that. You had um, old, what was it Sandra's brother? He's killing me. Yeah, He's yeah, yeah. Rob. Me. Yeah, yeah. 
Sandra oh, God. from uh, Part yeah, Two. Yeah, and, and and she she had to she had to basically save his ass. Well, you know she, she was. Uh, he got got though. He got got. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he got got. But he, he was a got. punk. He, yeah, she was it, definitely way tougher than him. He shamed off as a wannabe tough guy. He. She did a lot more to protect her brother than the, the guy did to protect the girl he wanted to bang. Yeah, I'll tell no you doubt. That, you know? and, and, and the vengeance for his sister. Yeah, she she was great. Just the acting was great. Yeah, that was a, that was a great movie. That's a lot of people rank that as uh, the number one movie in the franchise. It, it, it is like if you um, took a poll, the general consensus would have that at one. It's my number two. I think it's the second best uh, film in the franchise. It it's, is. It's up there for me. That I, I like it a lot. I, I like five and one better, but. I this one is good. I definitely and do not one, like five and one. This, this one is, <laughs> has, um, yeah, easily the most brutal Jason. One, one of my favorite favorites to play play the character for sure. So now we are up to two. We Number already two. know who one is, but we'll, we'll, we'll save it anyway, <laughs> though, because we'll have a discussion. And and, and this one, it, it's it's, I'm it's like, who's weird. Left? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I'm trying to think. Who's this left? this one is two? weird for me because this used to be one of my favorite movies in the franchise. Now oh, it, I know who's two. Two would yeah, not be yeah. his. Two would not be my two. Yeah, this this used to be one of my favorite films in the whole franchise. It, now it is not as I've gotten older. I still like it, mm-hmm. but it's definitely not as as great as I remember. However, the final girl, and that would be Dana Kimmel, who uh, played obviously. Chris Higgins yes. in Friday the Thirteenth Part Three and Three D. Yeah, and recently I got to see it in the theater in three D. It was it was amazing. It's a great. It's a fun movie to watch, especially the the horrible old school 3d effects <laughs> but it's still fun I, you know the eyeball coming out of your face the yo-yo thing and uh it, it, it was it was a really it was a really fun movie but it's not the best it doesn't have the best acting doesn't have the best kills it, it, it's not the best oh, there's she, some... as far as a final girl though it, she she is way way down the list she's not she's definitely really? not ready yeah really yeah I, I like um let's see i like lar park lincoln better I like uh, Tommy Jarvis better. All three versions. Shavar <laughs> yeah, so, Ross. Shavar so Ross. <laughs> and uh, he, 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 he um, became a final girl in my eyes now. Um, and, of course, uh, Pam. Yeah, I don't know. She's probably about sixth for me. Okay. I can't hate that. I can't. I can't, like, really argue with it. I have her so high because I believe. And, I, I mean, I'm not, I don't have a stopwatch out. Her chase and fight with Jason towards the end is the longest. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's a fact. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that, that that was uh, documented somewhere. Yeah. yeah. It lasts a long time. That was good. Yeah. The whole third yeah, act. such a fun movie. The whole third act is almost just a two-person show between her and Jason. This And then this one has, a, in my opinion, the, the best Jason. Well, no. He's second the, best Jason. He's way up. The best there. one to wear the hockey mask, and he's the first to wear the hockey mask. My favorite is Steve Dash. Yeah. Steve Dash is my favorite just because the vulnerability and the fact that he can be killed. And but we'll probably talk about him in a second. Oh, we're gonna get to that very yeah. soon. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, Dana, and, then, and then how crazy how crazy Chrissy went at the end. She was just yeah. fucking done. He yeah. might as well have killed her. She'd have been better off. Yeah, I thought Danny Kimmel did a f- fantastic job. And it, it, All right, she just she during this conversation she's moved up. Yeah, <laughs> she, she's know, good. She's just, on the good side. There, there's a couple bad ones. Final girls. There's Rennie, and uh, who did I put almost down by Rennie? Oh, I forget. I forget. Who did you put oh, almost down by. We'll Rennie? have to rewind this. Yeah, because I put her at number twelve, and I was like, oh, that's where Rennie is. But, well, but Rennie's even worse. She's oh, Megan Garris. Yes, Megan yeah, Garris. Yeah. Which they yeah, I've because seen, she wasn't even a final. Girl and I've seen thing. some people list her as their favorite. Who Megan Garris? Yeah, I've seen. Oh, it's because she's so hot. I've seen that online. Okay, I could see so, that, you know, because she's smoking hot, but no, she's not the best. For me, and we collect autographs of actors from this franchise. Yeah. That'd be my number one to get that you can't get. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we started, you yeah. started to bring that up. Yeah. Because she's was, a, the tea lady, right? Yes, yeah, she is married. <laughs> she married the guy who owns Celestial Seasonings Tea Company. And I bet most of you that listen to this have some Celestial Teas in your house. Absolutely. That's how that's how popular this tea is. Uh yeah, the, she's worth so much money. Doesn't have to work a day another day in her life, and yeah, has no interest. No, she'll never so, do yeah, a convention. She doesn't never, do through the never mail. Never do a signature. Never. Oh yeah, no reason to. And <laughs> more power to her. You know, yeah. live your life. life. But yeah, that's the company <laughs> that makes like the sleepy time tea and like all that and an attention mm-hmm. tamer. That's the one I drink. I have it in mm-hmm. my travel bag as we speak. <laughs> it's always good before nighttime. But yeah, anyway, Dana Kimmel at two, and that leaves. My drum roll. I don't have effects. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Or rhythm. It's 
My number one, and anybody that knows me knows why, is Amy Steele, who played Ginny Field in Friday the 13th Part 2. And she she is usually the consensus. I always I hear her, Adrian, that's still shocking, number six. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I hear her and Adrian, but I hear a lot of people think um, Amy Steele is, you know, what the, the speech I gave about Adrian, I've heard given about Amy Steele, that she's better than everybody except for probably JLC. I've and, heard. Uh, pe- I've heard that some people think otherwise. Some people think she's better than Jamie. And uh, was it my buddy Ron Gann who wrote the definitive, uh, the de- definitive uh, doc- documentary book on um, part two, Sackhead, is the name of the book. I think is it. I think it is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, go on Amazon. It's a great book. Great read. He'll even sign it for you. It's awesome shit. But he he is a big 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 Amy Seal fan as well. I can see why. Yeah. She's, she's tremendous. She's a great actress. Uh, I've seen her in other things too, mm-hmm. and uh, fun one, not really for the acting performance, but for the trivia. She's actually the actress who took Alex P. Keaton and Michael J. Fox's oh, yes! virginity on yes! Family Ties. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. <laughs> I remember that. Yes, yeah. she was the older uh, college woman, and he was delivering groceries Seduced to her it. apartment, and yes. boom, busted out that wine. <laughs> Maybe it was uh, Adrian King's wine could from be, Crystal Lake be. Winery. <laughs> Could be. <laughs> if you order a bottle of that, maybe you get lucky tonight. Yeah, she she, she was great. She she she's my number two, number number two, number three, depending on the day of the week. Yeah, but, I can't um, really. She is. That she now. is. If any lower than that, we might have a problem. Yeah, yeah. No, you can't have her any lower than that because she's great. She's one of the best. Ever. She is. She outsmarted him. The physicality too. She has a chase herself. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and granted, she did have Paul sort of with her, but he was knocked out for how, yeah, how, who knows how long. And like, did he die at the end? Did he? Oh, not he, die died. The he yeah, died. Yeah, he definitely died. The director has said he's died, dead. Yes. In, in, in the, the in part three, the beginning of three, they list all the people that are dead. Yeah, he, he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> all the bodies they found. Do the math. He's gone. But I mean, just just for that and everything else too. I like her character. She's more just like that spunky, smart ass girl down the street. Oh no, yeah, she was. Then great. like the and prom she, queen. She was cute. Too. She, she was, was so cute, cute, but she wasn't like the prom. No, queen no, type. yeah, she, she was, was a like uh, the the, the uh, Marianne to Ginger. Yeah, you know. almost tomboyish in a way. Yeah, but not off putting. Just and I've always been more of a Marianne than a Ginger guy. Or, or if you want to yeah. go Scooby Doo. Velma over the what was Daphne. Yeah, she was more the Velma. I agree on, on both fronts. <laughs> oh, another reason. And I like both better. Another yeah. reason not to backtrack, but I did with Chris Higgins at two. Brunette. Yeah, it's like the only real brunette, like the final <laughs> girl until like where? Well, <laughs> what color is her hair? It doesn't matter. She's it does, so, it doesn't. She is so bad. She's the worst thing to happen in this franchise. She's not the worst thing to happen in this franchise. But <laughs> definitely the worst final girl in this franchise. And Jensen Daggett, if you hear this, I am so sorry. But <laughs> I'm not. <you> yeah. know. <laughs> oh, it's so foul. Well, one of us. I mean, was, she really, she really felt like it felt like she didn't care anything about this anyway. It felt like pretty much anyone on that on that film except. V.C. Dupree didn't care what they were doing. He was awesome, but again, mm-hmm. Amy Steele is my number one. One of my favorite final girls as far as any movie, any franchise goes, and also just that scene, that last ten minutes of her in that oh, shack yeah. is iconic. Oh, it's amazing. Like, it just Everybody remembers that. Yeah, me too. Me too from when I was when I was a young kid and was watching that. Kristen things. Baker's dead body with the... And then, oh, yeah. yeah. Adrian King. There, yep. There's this talk. Yep. Is she dead? Is she not dead? She's her dead body's in the, the goddamn pick. fucking yeah. thing. There's the ice pick in it's her head. It's there in the right same there. spot. Yeah. She's rotted. Yeah. It's been five years. And somehow that movie the movie was future, right? Yeah. and then Because it came out... Two came out in 81, right? Yes. But it took place five years after one. Yes. So that movie was in the future. It was. 1985. 1985. Somehow. <laughs> 1985 in the future? Are we talking about... And we were back talking, the future, And we right? were talking about Michael J. Fox earlier, too. It, it, it's it all, all come back, full circle. It all comes full circle. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what, the 38 minutes? How about that? That happens. With, no, that's good. That's good. When I started doing these, a couple... The, the first two, just the talking... Well, it's a lot easier to talk to someone. Talking to yourself for a half hour is a pain in the dick. Unless you live in like an asylum or something, yeah, it comes pretty easy. It just happens. It just happens. But anyway, anyway, um, I want to ask you, yeah, what are some final girls from other franchises? Oh yeah, uh, that you that you might not hear people mention all the time as being the best or good ones. We kind of talked about that a little bit recently. Uh, Heather Langenkamp. 
Okay. Heather Langenkamp. I never hear her name brought up. You always hear Jamie Lee Curtis. You always hear Adrian King. You always hear Jenny Steele. Nev Campbell. Ne- Nev Campbell. I mean, we talked about her a little bit earlier. Just fucking, again, six movies. She ain't dead. But, um, yeah, Heather Langenkamp was in three films. Uh, the three best films in the franchise. I don't think that's that's even arguable. It's not debatable. It's one, three, it's a, and New Nightmare. And yeah. any, any order you want to put them is fine. Yeah. But those those are the top three, I, I think, for just about anyone. Yeah, and, and yeah, she's Heather, the Heather, absolute final girl in two of them, and plays not the final girl in three, but plays a huge part. It plays a huge part. So, passes, but the not torch. the final girl. That'd be Patricia Arquette. Patricia Arquette. Yeah, who is another one you're not going to get at a convention. <laughs> so maybe, maybe someday she's an Arquette. She might do something crazy. That's someday. true. Maybe some. Maybe people. some. Man, then there's a scream connection too with the Arquette thing going on. Yeah, so we're yeah. all like, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, the horror scene is incestuous. I tell you, their so, dad was in Scream. Did you know that? This is why I'm doing a rewatch Who of this did he play? series. He was the chief of police. Police, in yeah, three. yeah, yeah. Okay, in three. Yeah, it was in three. So yeah, Heather Lincoln Camp is one I wanted to bring up too, and I do see her mentioned a lot, but never is like the best one. But I do see her mentioned sometimes. Yeah, and I think she's one of the better actor actresses to play to play a final girl in one of these movies. And it, and it might just be because the script was so off the wall and crazy. But in New Nightmare, I mean, she was great in that. That's why it's my that's my favorite Nightmare on Elm Street, just because it's so so different. I, I could just see Wes Cleveland's own going crazy right in that script. It, it just the the shit that the, that was in that guy's head that we didn't get, you mm-hmm. know, just <laughs> that guy was just on another level. Definitely, I, I gotta give Heather props as well, because as, as much of on, as a franchise. I'm not a huge nightmare guy because there's some films in that franchise that are so bad. So bad. But the three that she were in were all fantastic. They were amazing. Just all fantastic. And I don't think oh, it's... Oh, another final girl. Mm-hmm. Speaking of nightmare. Uh-oh. Does he count? Part two? Oh, the guy? He, he, I mean, Mark, Mark, oh, God, Mark something or other. Right. That movie we got to keep the, we got to get the computer that, up so we can check this shit yeah, out. Yeah, that, that movie about. is just so weird It's to me. so weird. It is. Like, I just watched it recently. But, I mean, that chick, his, his girlfriend, mm-hmm. come on. I mean, she can't be the final girl. No. The whole movie was about him, even more than Tommy Jarvis. Well, I mean, if you want to get into that, then, you know, you have the male protagonist. And he is the, he is the scream queen. The, he, had a, he had a documentary I think it was called Scream Queen. Yeah. So I don't think he'd be upset if we called him a final girl. No, he probably wouldn't. Mark Patton? Is that, is that his name? I'm not sure. Mark something or other. Was his name Mark in the movie? I don't know. But um, yes, he he would be he would be a final girl, and he, he would be up there. No Heather Lang. Not yeah, not a fan of part two. I don't think it's the worst I, in the franchise. I am, and I'm not. It yeah. just all depends. Like when it when it came out, it was scary. And when I was a kid, because again, Nightmare One is the most scary movie I've ever seen as a kid. It was scary, and then it was good, and then I liked it, and then I didn't like it, and then I rewatched the franchise recently, and then I really did like them again. So I don't know. Just it depends on the day of the week for me if I like two or if I don't. <laughs> One, I, there's two I want to bring up, um, and they they both get brought up, and they're not like Jamie Lee Curtis or anything. There's, there's yeah, no, Jamie no, is the final girl. Yeah, she won the fucking Oscar. The we're not even really going to talk Jamie. about that because just, everyone has. Yes, it's just nothing done. to do. But I, I got to put over Olivia Hussey, who played Jess Bradford in Black Christmas. I have to. Because Black Christmas. I started watching that. I didn't finish watching Really? I have it on Blu-ray. I'll let you borrow it, man. It's oh, like, no, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's on Tubi. Okay. Um, Black Christmas was... Am I thinking of the right movie? Bob Clark directed it, the guy who later directed A Christmas Story. Yes, yes. Yeah. It, it, it was... Um, it, isn't this the movie with... Um, oh, Jesus Christ. The guy from the Bruce Lee movie that was in Friday, Nightmare on Elm Street. I'm drawing a blank on that one. Heather Langenkamp's dad? John, oh, that guy. John yeah, Saxon. yeah, he was yeah, in it, right? yeah. He was like, in. How can I forget that? Yeah, John, how did I forget his name? Yeah. Jesus Christ, John like, Saxon. Oh. But, um, yeah, he, he was in that, right? Black Christmas, so. and um, Lois Lane was in it? Yes. Okay. That's Mar- is she Margo, the final girl? Margot Kidder is not. Olivia Hussey is. Oh, okay, see? Yeah. Because it seemed like it was focused. I only seen the first half hour, and then I had something else to do. The, the Dolls of Horror podcast which i i recommend you guys listen to um they brought i listened to them when they and they bring up all these 
off the wall horror movies that I haven't seen or some I have seen and haven't seen in forever and they brought that up and I started to watch it but I, I didn't finish it but I will do some homework and check that out. Olivia Hussey's character in that though and it was you know it was different. We didn't have the, all the big tropes for Final Girls in because that was like I think it was 1974 that movie came yeah, out. Yeah. Don't kill me if I'm wrong. Um, all the teenagers in the movie so, except for they were all like in so, their fucking 40s. So this is before Halloween even you know <laughs> so we didn't have like a oh, yeah, diagram well, of what a Final Girl would be. She's a little different, and she still stands out because she wasn't like the goody two shoes. Wasn't the one. No, she partied. Oh yeah, she, she was, was actually, the one that got pregnant, right? Pregnant and there was a the debate film. about abortion. Right. And, yeah, so it was very controversial. So she was having a lot of shit going on in her life at the time of this film. This character, not the actress, <laughs> <laughs> the character. Let me emphasize. So it just made her stand out even more that she has all this weight on her, and mm-hmm. she still has to go through all this, and somehow comes out on the other end. Yeah, so I'm gonna, I got to get her credit. Yeah, that movie's been remade like three times, too. And to they all sound... Um, they, it's, it sounds interesting. I just haven't got around to it. But I'll, I'll do some homework on that. Another one I want to mention just briefly, because I, I actually rewatched this film last Saturday or last Sunday night. A week ago tonight, I rewatched this with a friend of mine who'd never seen it, mm-hmm. is uh, Ashley Lawrence, who played Christy Cotton in Hellraiser. Hellraiser. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hellraiser. That was good. Yeah. I, I seen those movies as a kid. And then I hadn't seen them in years, and then just out of the blue, recently I watched one, two, and three, and uh, yeah, that, that is a good movie. She's definitely an underrated final girl. And you Absolutely, never hear that come up. No, you never really hear people really mention her near the top. And of the she list. was she was dealing with some shit in Hellraiser. Mm-hmm. <laughs> come to daddy, right? There's no doubt. This is this wasn't just some crazy guy with a machete coming at you. This was some metaphysical ass shit. So, like, yeah, I just wanted to mention her because she doesn't get really as much credit as she deserves. And, again, brunette, I'm a sucker. So there you go. <laughs> a little different than the whole trope. Uh, this, I want to ask you this. Mm-hmm. You know, people say the best, you know, and Jamie Lee Curtis is at the top of pretty much everyone's list. She's not at mine, but she's fantastic. I'm yeah. not going to, like, say, oh, no, I ever hit 50. Yeah, you can't. No, it's nothing There's like certain that. things in life like yes. that. Like, where you might not believe it, but you can, you have to accept that the consensus believes it. And that makes it a fact, in my opinion. No. If that makes it a fact, in my opinion. Does that even make sense? Oxymoron. See, I have one that <laughs> I have one that I think is better than her, but I don't know if it counts. Okay. And it's oh, yes, yes. Sigourney yes, Weaver. Yes. Does Sigourney Weaver count? Does <laughs> yes. Ripley count? I think so, man, because I've, I've been watching a lot of... Um, Doing some research on things, and you're looking mm-hmm. at a list of best horror movies. Mm-hmm. Aliens always on it. The first Alien is absolutely a horror movie. After yeah, after that, that, after maybe that not. it's more of an action. Oh, but yeah, Sigourney, movie. Sigourney Weaver fits all of the okay. All hits all of the criteria for a Final Girl. Because to me, if she counts, Ellen Ripley is definitely a better Final Girl than Laurie Strode. If she counts, that's just me. Yeah, because again, a, that's an she's opinion. She's a fucking and, badass. and I can accept that opinion. I she's can a fucking that. badass. Dude. Oh God, yeah, yeah. You know, when the motherly things come in with her on the sequels and everything, too. Laurie, Jamie Lee's just done it so many times. That's true. (laughs) So I think that's why she... Who's done it more, her and Nev Campbell? Oh, God, Nev Campbell is in six Six? films. Well, no, no, she's not in six. Uh, Spoiler alert. She came out and said that she wasn't going to do the movie. I thought it was going to be bullshit. She was going to show up in the movie, but she didn't show up in the movie. So she was... (laughs) But for five... So, and then you got J- Jamie Lee has done... Six. She did six one... Six Halloween. One, two... That's not her only right. movie's a final girl. Yeah, she did more. Way more. But I'm saying just in Halloween. No, just... We're talking about Laurie Strode, not Jamie yeah, Lee no, Curtis. Yeah, J- no. I was saying Jamie Lee. Yeah, okay. Well, then that's way more. Yeah. But if we're talking just Laurie Strode, that's what? Six? You have one, two, H2O, and then the new trilogy? And then she was in... Re- yeah, and Resur- she, yeah, she, Was she yeah, in Resurrection? She did not die. She was in... One of the ones in the middle. Yeah. And... She she died, yeah. In the Absolutely. beginning of yeah. it, yeah. In the beginning, yeah. which obviously she didn't die because they scrapped all that shit like it didn't yes. happen. That was my favorite part of the new trilogy when they were like, "Isn't that supposed to be his her brother?" Yeah. She was like, nah, that's bullshit. Somebody <laughs> made up. <laughs> Another one. I don't know if she counts or not. Again, I think the first film, it's not a straight horror film. It's definitely not a slasher, but there is like that villain in there. And then later, it got different. Does Sarah Connor count? As a final girl from Terminator. Mm. The first Terminator film definitely has horror elements to it. It has horror elements. I'll give you that. But I don't, I think that that is, that, that, that's more of an action. Definitely the two and forward uh, yeah. are all action. But that first one, just like Alien, it has a lot of horror elements to it. 
it does. There's more going on. It's really sci-fi-y. Yeah, thing, sci-fi. But so is Alien. But so is Alien. But right. Alien was kind of scary. I don't you think know, Terminator was scary. Because Terminator, it, yeah, that's true. It's, it's it's definitely more. I'd say it's more suspenseful than scary. So I'm gonna say I I, I will say in my opinion that that one doesn't doesn't fit, okay fit the bill. I just if you, ha- if you fit will. the bill if you will. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's worth discussing though because yeah. as, a, as oh, what definitely. she is in her franchise, she's fantastic. So I just thought I'd bring that up. And there's one more I want to bring up okay. from, from from a newer film. I think this came out. I don't know, like 10 years ago. You ever see a film called It Follows? No, I didn't. Okay, I thought The Final Girl, and again, I think it's Mika Monroe, Micah Monroe, who played Jay. That's the name of her character in that film. I thought she was a fantastic Final Girl, and I don't really ever see her getting brought up. So I just wanted to throw that out there. But yeah, if you haven't seen it, I think it's on Netflix. You should check it out. I will do so. Have you heard of it? I have not. It's, it's, It's pretty simple. The plot's pretty simple. I like simple. Simple's, yeah. simple's fun. Yeah, it's pretty simple. Sometimes it, it, these guys get a little too crazy and try to do doing too much, as they say. It's a uh, it's a premise I'd never seen before right. in a film. I'll, I'll give you that. And now uh, we definitely have three people on the show now as a talk. <laughs> <laughs> as Shy has uh, just reinserted herself <laughs> back into uh, the discussion here. Anybody else you want to bring up? No, no, that's pretty much it. Uh, so we're at 50 minutes, so we're going to start winding this thing down. want to thank everybody for taking the time to listen, download. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Tell those two to tell two more. Let's uh, grow this thing. Like I said, we, we made it to, well, I, we're technically at like 49. So we're really close to 50, so I can tell that kid to fuck off. We, we made it to 50. You didn't think we could do it. So tell your friends to tell two more and see if we can get, get up to at least that by the next episode. Next episode, um, we're actually going to do something a little different. As I said, the whole enchilada podcast is going to be about more than just horror. And we might have an element of horror in part of the podcast just to keep with the theme. But with it being WrestleMania season, we're going to do a WrestleMania preview episode. And I think WrestleMania is two weeks from today. Am I right? Something like that. So if that's true, then next week we'll get that done so it'll be ready before WrestleMania. We'll do a WrestleMania preview, give our predictions, what we think about what's going on, and things of that nature. And most of you that listen to this like wrestling and horror music. Or horror music. Horror music. Yeah, whatever. Harry Manfredini. Harry Manfredini. We're going to do one on him eventually. Oh, yeah, that guy is amazing. Both of those guys, even though Ari gets so much fucking hate, man. Like, oh, he was only too. in one scene. Unfounded. Yeah, so was Warrington Gillette. You never hear that. Mm-hmm. Unfounded hate. No, he's such a good dude. He is. But um, nevertheless, so we're going to wind this thing down. Thanks for listening. Hopefully uh, when I get this home, I'll be able to edit the, 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 the intro music and the outro music, but I probably won't. So we're working on that. We're going to keep trying to get better, and um, we'll um, follow the page, and we'll let you know what we're going to be talking about in the future, and hopefully this didn't suck too bad. I don't. I think it went okay, and hopefully the audio works. So we'll see, and I'll listen. We'll upload this, and thanks for listening. Have a good day.